0: Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. It's Shep Hyken here. We are back with another episode of Amazing Business Radio, and I have a very exciting guest today, Daniel Ramsey, who's the founder and CEO of MyOutDesk. outdesk I'll tell you more about him in just a moment. Before we dive into the interview, if you have an amazing story that you want to share or a question about customer service and experience, you know where to reach me on any of my social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and more. And remember to use the hashtag AskShep, and I'll answer the questions that you send in there or on this show or my newsletter or how about my TV show, which is Be Amazing or Go Home, which can be found on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Roku, uh, even on YouTube now, we've decided to put the episodes on YouTube. And if you want to learn more about that, just go to beamazing.tv. All right, into the interview. Here we go. Daniel Ramsey, he is the founder and CEO of MyOutDesk, which is one of the highest rated virtual assistant companies in the world. Let's just say the world, the universe. Uh, <laughs> lots of great reviews from this guy. And I thought, we're going to be talking today about uh, about virtual, about going virtual. And that's what this guy's been doing for about the last 12 or 13 years is he put this company together that that, that sells uh, the concept of the virtual assistant. But more than anything, we need to learn how to work remotely in today's environment. So there was, as he calls it, uh, AC and BC BC before coronavirus, AC after coronavirus. How about during coronavirus? We're crying out loud. Here's Daniel Ramsey. How are you,
1: buddy? I'm good, Shep. <laughs> Thanks for having me today. <laughs> Thanks. So is that a good setup to what we're going to talk about? Absolutely, man. And we were talking earlier. I just I believe it's our civic duty to stay productive as a country. And the more that we are at work, being productive, serving our clients, and still generating revenue, I think it's the sooner we can get out of the DC during coronavirus.
0: Right, so you have been uh, staffing companies with virtual assistance yep. and support, however, now we as companies are being forced to go virtual by virtue of the fact uh, that we 've been ordered to be under quarantine, which means right. that we can 't cluster together in groups and and go into a boardroom and and talk so which has been very difficult for a lot of companies, so it 's impacted it really has. It's impacted negatively the customer experience that customers are used to having with companies. So even though we're going to be talking a lot about remote working and assistance and going virtual, I want to keep that in mind that, that our audience is interested in, make sure, in making sure that customer service and experience levels remain high. So let's start there. Any thoughts to that?
1: Yeah, you know, our normally our value proposition is we will help you grow and scale your business. I mean, most business owners out there, they're generating revenue, they're taking care of their clients. There's a lot of repetitive stuff like answering the phone, being a customer support, scheduling stuff that just really doesn't drive revenue, but has to happen inside of a business. And that's where we come in. One of, uh, one of our great clients is Infinity HR. They're out of uh, Maryland, and uh, the Maryland Baltimore area and they have an entire customer service team full of our virtual professionals our virtual assistants and what they do is payroll can you imagine the amount of calls they're getting right now in in this moment they have 60,000 employees in their business 60,000 and every single one of them is calling and saying, how do I get unemployment right now? Or how do I you know, get copies of my W-2s? Or I need proof of what my payroll taxes were last year. And, and our folks are on the front line right now helping serve those clients. And to be frank, his entire team, he has 100 plus employees, all U.S., there's only 10 allowed in the office right now. And- I, yeah, I would imagine
0: at, at the most-
1: Right. Well, yeah. he's got 10 people. You, they couldn't handle the volume. And so we've backfilled their customer service team with our folks. They've been clients for three, four years, and they are thriving in this era of coronavirus in the DC world because and, of that.
0: And how long did it take for them to ramp up to the number of virtual agents that they need?
1: Well, you know, what was cool is, and this is typically how we work. We always find a leader. We always find, and they had a customer service leader and she had a team of five. And what was happening is those team of five, the, those physical U.S. employees, there were three people that were getting internally promoted, meaning they came in as customer service, they spent their time, they learned the business, and they moved on to other lines within the company. And that meant they had a whole of three. And And- the founder reached out to us and said, hey, can you guys do this? You know, can you can you guys help us in this area? Immediately we put three to backfill the people that were leaving and those folks actually had to train them. So our virtual professionals got trained by the people who were actually doing the job prior and then they phased themselves out of that role. Today we have, I think we have nine in their customer service team because we've grown with them. They've, mm-hmm. they've, they've They've actually tripled since we've been clients. Uh, or since they've been clients, but we've grown that customer service team and grown the capacity. And now most of their people are our virtual professionals.
0: Great. So but the question though, was how long did it take? So let's say I'm in this, let's just say this pandemic has created an influx of calls that I'm not yeah. used to having. This sure. by the way is happening to the support center's all everywhere, over. I mean, everywhere. you call the cable TV company. I mean, more people want cable than ever before. You call your bank. People are freaking out. They need money. You know, so they need more people, and not all of it can be done digitally. Yeah. I just let's say I'm that. Uh, I I have a team of fifty customer support people, but all of a sudden I need sixty. Yeah. I need ten more. How long for them to come on board? What's it going it, to take? It's I know that's a tough question because every business is a little different, but.
1: No, it's not. I mean, here's the reality. Um, we can speed up their time to be productive. I mean, my office, we're the experts at this. We can help trim out or change your training process and, and shrink it. But, you know, it really depends on how complex the questions are. Like in in infinity HR, our, our clients, you know, these are complex. How do I, you know, where's my payroll? Can I adjust my, you know, my, um, how many dependents are on my W-2. I mean, those are complex things. So that took us six months to actually get that person up to speed and be able to be a full-time customer service. But there are other things like a director of traffic, for instance, somebody who's just answering phone and scheduling. That can be two weeks. That could maybe four weeks before they're proficient. It really depends the scope and scale of the position and the complexity of the role. But you know what I like to tell people for general and general worlds, it's sixty to ninety days.
0: Okay, great. So I can't decide. Hey, uh, all of a sudden I have this influx. Let me just add ten. P- I I'm still going to have to do the training. If I spent a week onboarding um, some new employee, I'm going to have to spend a week onboarding your people. But you can get me somebody relatively quick.
1: Well, that's what we can do. That is fast. Um, one of the value props of working with my outdesk is that. Our speed to talent literally can can be one, two, three, meaning you sign up, decide that you're going to move forward with us. The next day you're interviewing and the next day we can have somebody in your office ready to rock and roll and get trained. Most businesses businesses say that it takes 90 to six months to onboard a new employee. We can cut that down to literally a week.
0: Wow, that's great. That's great. All right. I know when we talked before the show, you had something you wanted to share. You felt it was your civic duty to make sure that everybody has the opportunity to learn how to uh, basically work virtually.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And if you're listening right now, we're giving this away for free. Usually we put it behind some paywall or you got to go to our website, but now we're just simply giving it away. So, in order to get our Go Remote Guide, all you have to do is text the letters M O D. That's the letters, M-O-D, to 31996. And Shep, I know we need to give them better instructions. You articulate.
0: So, so, yeah, here's the thing. Because, I mean, I'm I'm pretty tech savvy, but I've seen people mess this up. Where you normally put the phone number, when you go to text somebody, put the numbers 31996. That's not a whole phone number. Don't worry about it. Just put those numbers in there, okay? Where you normally use your little thumbs to type your message, okay? Type the word M-O-D, which stands right. for my out desk, okay?
1: And right. you're going to get a uh, some type of a, a white paper or report that- Yeah, well, what it is, and this is interesting, when this all happened, so we're in California, so we're in the other side of the world. I, I like the Republic of California. That's what I like to call our, our state. <laughs> um, when this first happened, we were very early to shut down uh, as a state. And what I realized is- our clients needed support and help in order to go remote. Many of them had never used Zoom. Back then, three weeks ago, nobody knew what Zoom was. I mean, some folks had been doing virtual meetings a long time, but it wasn't normal. Shep, we went from 5% of the the U.S. population working remotely to 50% in the matter of weeks. So My Outgest, we put together a guide of all the tools that we use in order to work virtually or remotely. And we're calling it our Go Remote Guide. And if you text MOD to 31996, you can get a copy of it. It's, it's, uh, it's really a great tool for somebody who's never worked virtually before.
0: Right, and I, I predict, actually it's not even a prediction. Here's, here's what's happening. Um, in the next month or two, which will give us a full three months of having to work remotely, okay? Yep. Two to three months, we will accelerate Uh, our use of technology by three years it's not that there's new technology out there there's technologies out there now that we're adapting to adopting as our own that we wouldn't have thought of at least not right now that we might grow into we're being forced into it and uh, obviously we love the zoom technology that's what we're doing here actually i'll put a plug in for zoom i'm going to send them this recording and tell them they need to become a sponsor of the show
1: yeah well you know we use a platform called ring central which is oh powered. yeah ring
0: central is one of my clients yep they're awesome people
1: yeah and and what's cool about ring central is there's a voip phone so here here's some of the things that we've helped our clients figure out as a company uh we have packages delivered still in our office well nobody's there now well like, yeah. how do you what do you do so we set up a zoom or a, a ring central phone and then we said please Press three when you walk into the building and we set up three to dial directly to our 1-800 number. So our customer support people can answer the phone and tell the guy, Hey, don't deliver, please repackage this. Or if there was a challenge and a customer came to our, to our physical office, they could get a live person by just picking up and and pushing three. So there's a lot of tips and tricks in the guide that are think, well, here's another one of my favorites. You don't want to type into a chat platform. i am got to go to the bathroom, right? In our world, we type bio break, be right back. You know, so, you know, these are little things that you can do when you work virtually.
0: Yeah. So there's all kinds of ideas, tips, tricks, strategies, tactics, et cetera, et cetera. And again, the way to get that is to, in the place where you put the phone number, text to this, 31996. And in the message area, put MOD. We are talking with the CEO and founder of MOD, My OutDesk. That's Daniel Ramsey. We're going to take a short break. We come back. More talk on how to go remote, how to actually lead a remote force. I think that's going to be important. People are going to learn about that as well. So don't go away. We're coming right back. Cult is not a scary word my book the cult of the customer proves it it helps you design a strategy to lead customers and employees through five cultural phases or cults and good news i've revised and updated the book the new edition the cult of the customer is available for purchase now it features case studies tips and tactics to guide you on the journey from uncertainty to amazement and build a customer focused culture a cult of the customer so what are you waiting for go to www cult of the customer.com go there today and order join the cult that turns satisfied customers into customer evangelists the cult of the customer you're listening to amazing business radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert Shep Hyken we're back on amazing business radio talking with Daniel Ramsey for a former founder I guess at one point you will be the former founder well, you'll always be the founder. You'll be the former CEO at one point when you uh, move on to other things. But I hope that doesn't happen for a long time. Anyway, the <laughs> founder and CEO of my outdesk. Okay, so I'm forced into working remotely. I have a team out there. I, you know, I'm the guy that like to come in and and rally the troops and get together. You know, once or twice a day, a few times a week, have a bigger meeting. But now I can't do that. How should business leaders be communicating with their not just their employees, but how about their clients and their
1: vendors? Yeah, it's it's an interesting in this weird time. time we have. Yeah, it's an interesting time. And I'll tell you, uh, one of my favorite things happened three weeks ago. My my attorney, who are, is our corporate attorney, happens to live in our neighborhood, and he reached out to me and said, "Hey, how are you guys doing? How are you holding up?" And you know, we spent a lot of money together. He he's represented us for I don't know seventeen years. My, me personally as a, as a real estate guy, as a CEO of my outdesk And he's like, Hey, would you like to go for a walk? He and I, we've been, we've been friends for 20 years. We've never gone on a walk. You weren't holding hands. No, you are no. six feet apart. Yep. And yep. I was the dumb friend. I, I was the friend that was walking on the road and he was <laughs> on the sidewalk, but you know, he's an attorney. So I, I gave him a pass, but you know, back to your question, these times are changed it's different you have to lead different you have to think differently you have to interact with your vendors differently and i think the ceos who and the leaders that don't shift are 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 missing a huge opportunity to show authenticity empathy for their team create brand loyalty and so what's different communication is hyper fast um we're having more zoom meetings more one-on-ones more team meetings i can't tell you I've interacted with my own customer base in the last three weeks, more than the last three years where I've done private one-on-one help. We've done group coaching calls. We've done group interactions where we're providing value and adding value. I think this time, you know, I call it the Corona times because everything's just sped up. The amount of information that's coming out is faster and your employees, um, your customer support team, your, your staff, they're nervous, they're uncertain, they might be scared, and it, you owe it to them to communicate at a much higher frequency and a m- much more empathetic than you've ever communicated before.
0: Yeah, um, we're finding that with our clients, we're reaching out to them where we normally wouldn't at this time just to check in. Uh, from the standpoint of employees, we're doing three meetings a day. They're yep. used to seeing me walk in and out of everybody's office. We have a big group area you know, where everybody else is. They're used to see me come out and brainstorm with them. And I think it's great to try to just stay connected even through uh, the zoom technology. And by the way, um, can you do a group FaceTime?
1: You, I don't know. You right. know, we don't use FaceTime e- either. For do I, I
0: mean, I use FaceTime to talk to my kids, but you know what, for somebody that's got a tiny little company of two or three people,
1: oh, that might Google be a
0: hangout. Yeah. Google, Google hangout. hangout. There's a good one. And how about this zoom will give you the technology for a small group at no charge. Uh, I think there's a limit to how long you can spend on a call. It might be 40 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Most likely, if you're talking to your team two, three times a day, you're not on the phone 40 minutes each time. But, yep. um, yeah. By the way, one of the things we're doing, it's kind of fun. I have a, a director of HR. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, that's what we call her. That does not uh, It's not human resources. It's humor, humor resources, humor. And so her job is every day to come to lunch and we did it right before you and I jumped on this interview, is to share some humorous video that she finds on YouTube just to keep our spirits high. And it's just a fun way of, of uh,
1: connecting. Yep, I agree. And you know, this is a weird time. So one thing that we're implementing is a start of day and an end of day report. So we have a group chat with every employee at the company. And when they walk in the door, they put what their start of day report is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, I'm going to get these 12 things done. And then at the end of day, they put in their end of day report. I, out of the 12, I finished 11. I got one that needs to go to tomorrow. I look forward to seeing you guys all. Have a great night. So wildly, you know, one of the challenges when you're working virtual is there's an increased requirement for um, transparency in what you're doing and how much you're communicating with people. And so we, we have found systems and processes around that, like a start of day report and end of day report like um, three Zoom calls throughout the day, one at the beginning, one in the lunch, one at the end of the day. And frequency of interaction has just been really helpful to keep us all on the same page. Is this in your your report that you share with everybody? Yeah. I mean, Good. And, and not only that, like platforms. I mean, we use Monday to do task management. That's another area. Monday is a great Uh, project management software and if you've never worked remote you can just go knock on somebody's door and say hey what's going on with x y and z or maybe you have a project kind of software but virtually things are different so you have to consider like how am i going to get all of the stakeholders into this process and make sure that we're still communicating
0: yep love it love it all right so um let's move to, to the customer now. We're talking a lot about employees. We're talking about the process behind the scenes. And, and this, by the way, is going to drive a better customer experience. What can we do during, these, uh, during the pandemic time to yep. create value and make our customers appreciate and trust us even more?
1: Yep. I, well, this is the great opportunity that all brands, all companies have, in my opinion, right now. Um, prior to Corona we might have an automated sequence or uh, reach out when somebody raises their hand in corona times it's okay to pick up your phone and call and talk to your customers we're doing it you've said you you've done a lot of that and i think there's an opportunity number one to show empathy number two to make sure they're okay and see if they need anything and then the last and the most important thing is to give them something of value we didn't create this go remote uh the go remote guide because you know, we wanted to make money or sell more virtual professionals, we know that people are going to struggle going remote. And so we thought, well, what do our clients need? They need our guide. They need our 13 years of experience. Let's create this and give it to them for free. So the most important thing that any CEO, leader, founder, C-suite person can do is adding value to their customer customer base in an authentic manner.
0: Mm -hmm. Very good. Very good. All right. We are getting down to the uh, final question and and I've warned you, this is coming. Yes, And uh, this is this, the one I close every show with uh, the one thing question. Is there one thing that you can think of that uh, this audience absolutely has to hear?
1: Yeah. A lot of our clients and customers have, have slowed down in this environment. They've, they've maybe had a change in revenue. They've had a change in their employee base They've had a change in their value proposition. And the one thing is it, it's our civic duty as a country to stay productive. There's absolutely no better thing that we can do to get through this than to remember the CEO mindset. We exchange value for cash. That's what, uh, that's what every business does. And my, I think the biggest message today is well, let's stay productive as a country and get through this together.
0: Yep, and you know what? The government is helping a lot of us out, especially as smaller businesses. Um, we need to take advantage of that as bigger businesses. We need to do what's right. Um, I think keeping as many people as possible is important. Uh, growing virtually, uh, doing things virtually, but growing virtually if necessary, especially in their customer service world. Earlier in the show, we talked about it. If all of a sudden you need 20% more people, well, let's get them going. One of the things I talk about is, Um, to plan ahead, well, we've already hit the the pandemic. What are we planning ahead for? Are we planning to go back to where we were? We already know how to do that. No, my friends, we hope to be out of this in a few weeks, maybe a month or two. Okay, what happens if that doesn't happen? What happens if we're stuck like this for another three or four or six months? That's the plan, and uh, I, I love my favorite line I've been using is that Noah built the ark before the flood well we're in the flood now but the flood may not be you know going down we may have to stay in there for a while so let's prepare for that next wave and I believe you've given us great insight into ways to work remotely to hire remotely to lead remotely and to stay productive so thank you Daniel Ramsey for being on the show this is why we call it amazing business radio
1: thanks Shep for having me
0: All right, everybody, that wraps it up. Another episode of Amazing Business Radio. Be sure to tune in next week where we will have another interview. And until then, this is Shep Hyken reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.